Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name's Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher, yoga student, and a yoga business coach. And I'm here to support you to share your yoga with the people in your community who really need it. So if you're an amazing yoga teacher, but you sometimes struggle with the business part of what it is that you do, you're in the right place. I hope you thoroughly enjoy everything I've got in store for you. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or ideas for future podcasts, reach out to me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. So welcome to uh, this special training about my five top tips to feeling more confident on social media. If you are brand new to me, and I know that there are a bunch of people who will be watching this training who haven't met me before, very briefly, my name is Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher. Uh, I'm a certifiable yoga nerd. I've been practicing yoga since I was eight years old and teaching since 2009. These days, the majority of my work in the yoga industry and yoga space is supporting yoga teachers with the business part of what it means to be a successful yoga business owner. Because what I've seen over my time as a yoga practitioner and teacher is that most of us spend a lot of time, energy and resources uh, becoming qualified in how to teach yoga classes. But what we don't necessarily get taught is how to actually run a yoga business. And that's the piece that I'm looking to support yoga teachers with. And I do that currently with training such as this, some of my uh, home study courses, group training programs, my retreats, and of course, my weekly podcast, which is called Abundant Yoga Teacher. Today, we're going to be talking all about social media because one of the uh, complaints, if you like, that I hear often from people in my community is that they feel overwhelmed by social media. They feel like it detracts them from what they became a yoga teacher for in the first place. They're uncertain about what to do and they're nervous about sharing what it is they believe to be true about yoga because they don't know what to post. They don't want to be criticized by people. They don't want to spend all of their time online. They don't want to get it wrong. They don't look like everybody else on Instagram posting fancy photos of yoga poses, etc. And the, the consequence of that hesitancy or that fear means that so many people that need the yoga that only you have, your version of it, the people that are looking for that right now, can't find you. You know, these days, for better or worse, like it or not, reality kind of exists on uh, the internet and people are looking for services, support, uh, yoga classes and opportunities to grow and develop on social media platforms. And if you're not showing up and being there, they can't find you. It is simply, like I said, for better or worse, the nature of reality. Lynn says, yes, 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 overwhelmed by how to do it and not to spend my whole life doing it. Excellent, Lynn. Totally, you're in the right place. I got you. So today what I'm going to be teaching you are five tips that I think will help change how you feel about social media and to begin to um, recognize that actually social media is incredibly generous, always available and free platform where you can meet and talk and engage with people and do what you've been trained to do, teach yoga. That's all it is. It's just another way 
for you to be able to reach people that need what you have and share what you believe to be true and probably have experienced yourself about the healing and transformative power of yoga. So if that sounds good, you can type it yes into the chat. So we're going to do about, I've got about an hour's worth of things to teach you today. Yes, says Saruksha. Awesome. I've got about an hour's worth of content to teach you. And then I'm also going to talk to you towards the end about a new course that I'm running that starts in November, which is all about the nitty gritty and the specifics of really getting competent and confident on social media so that you don't have any of those doubts, you know exactly what to do. And you're not feeling like your entire life is being consumed by being on your phone or being on your computer. Because let's face it, I would prefer it, and no doubt you would too, for you to spend extra time on your yoga mat, reading yoga books, going to workshops and classes, or hell, doing something that's not even yoga related. Imagine that. How do you do that? I'll tell you more towards the end of our call. For right now, let's get started with some inspiration. I thought it would be a good place to start today to give you some idea about what's possible for you by shifting how you feel about social media and engaging with it more confidently. Specifically today, I'm going to be talking about Facebook and Instagram. But as we know, there are loads of social media platforms. Maybe you use LinkedIn, maybe you use Twitter, maybe you use Snapchat, maybe you use TikTok etc, etc. For right now, if you are already feeling a little bit overwhelmed or confused about social media, let's bring it back to the two basic platforms, Facebook and Instagram, both of which are still, despite what you might have heard, very uh, powerful places to attract students who need what it is that you have to offer. So I'm going to tell you, I've got five little anecdotes from my current clients, my current yoga teacher business clients about what they have achieved in a very short amount of time using social media because they too, let me check the list. Yep. All five of us in my list felt disheartened, overwhelmed, a little bit resentful about using social media to grow their yoga businesses. So I want to start with Sarah in the UK, one of my clients. Now, six months ago, fair to say that Sarah's Instagram account was essentially, it was terrible. Uh, it was partly kind of her personal Instagram, partly pictures of her kids and her dog and her husband, partly a little bit about her yoga business, but, um, you know, a bit of a mess, no consistent theme, not really insightful comments. She was doing it sometimes and not sometimes. Six months ago, Sarah did some work with me about how to become more confident on Instagram. And since then, she has grown her following to uh, over 3,000 followers. And a month ago, she reported to me that she'd actually had two people in Germany that she'd never met before sign up for her yoga retreat happening in Thailand next year because they follow her on Instagram. Now, this is not because she was running ads this is simply because she's become confident in what it is that she shares. She enjoys doing it. She's a normal looking lady, 50 something. Uh, and she's taking great photos of herself, sharing them regularly on Instagram. And she's now had, among other successes, two people from a whole other country that she's never met before sign up without ever having met her to go on an overseas retreat. Uh, and you can imagine if you've ever... Or you know, hosted your first international retreat, having people that you don't know sign up out of the blue is a very nice feeling. So that 
is what Sarah has achieved just in six months of implementing what I taught her. Not a bad effort. Next, I want to talk about uh, another client also in the UK. And just last week, she had a mini retreat, um, a half day, mini three hour yoga mini retreat. And she only had two people signed up for it. And we were doing some coaching. She was nervous. Maybe no one was going to sign up. Maybe she should cancel it. You know, it had always worked in the past, but for some reason, this time it just wasn't working. So again, she engaged really heavily for like four consecutive days, sharing more on social media. And as a result, her mini retreat happened this weekend, just gone. She only had capacity for 14 people. She not only had all 14 places booked, she also had a waiting list of four more people who wanted to come in the event that someone canceled at the last minute. So again, if you're offering workshops, special events, not through paid advertising, simply by being confident on your social, your existing social media platforms, these are the sorts of results that my clients are getting. And I'm sure, again, that probably sounds like something that would be useful to you. Next, uh, another one of my one-to-one business coaching clients, he's just started using Instagram for his business. He's actually a coach. He's not a yoga teacher. He's a life coach. And yesterday we had a coaching session and he had 78 followers on his Instagram account. He's had 78 followers for about two months. This morning before I jumped on to speak with you all, uh, I checked his account and he now has 128 followers. So he's added 58 followers, nearly doubled his following in less than 24 hours by just employing some simple techniques that I can teach you and also having a confident online presence where he feels really good about what he's teaching. Again, not through paid ads, simply by being himself, being authentic, being consistent and implementing the five points that I'm going to teach you today. So if you like the idea of adding 50 some followers a day or in less than a day to your social media platforms, you're in the right place. Another one of my clients teaches, uses Facebook Live and she teaches virtual retreats every two weeks on her Facebook page. So she teaches yin, she teaches yoga nidra, she's an essential oils person, she likes oracle cards, these sorts of things. Every two weeks she teaches a virtual retreat, which just means turning on the video on her Facebook page and going live and teaching a yoga class for 90 minutes And she has up to 80 people from around the world join her and take part in those retreats. Again, she's not paying for Facebook ads. She's just consistently showing up and sharing good content. So if you like the idea of having a global audience, if you're looking to maybe sell a retreat from people from around the world, how do you meet people? How do people find out about what you're about and what you have to share before they put down some money to come to your weekend workshop or join you on retreat or sign up for your teacher training or take your online course. Imagine having 80 people, real people every two weeks doing yoga with you while you're sat in your lounge room with your phone on a tripod, teaching your heart out. If these are, if these are sounding good, if you're liking the idea of this stuff, type me a yes into the chat. If this stuff feels like something that might be exciting for you. Don't worry about if you're not sure how to get it done yet, because that's what I got. That's what I got. Lynn says, yes, excellent. And then the last example is from my own business. Um, You know, I was so, (laughs) I'm just going to say it. I was totally resentful of social media. It's like, you know what? 
I did not take all of these thousands of hours of teacher training so that I could be sat on my computer typing comments into Facebook. This is not what I studied to become a yoga teacher for. I was really hesitant about it, like really. Until I did the work that we're going to do today to change my mindset of, about social media and feel, decide to feel more confident about it. And these days, holy, I love my social media platforms. I got a message from one of my clients on Instagram this morning, so excited because of this brand new client that she signed up. She teaches teacher trainings. This is a 20,000 pound contract that she's just signed with a brand new studio to teach her program. I love using social media and engaging with people and building connections. I've done all sorts of cool stuff because I let go of that fear and lack of confidence. I ain't no oil painting. I look like everybody else. I get spammed and trolled and weirdness. We'll get to that in a moment. And I've decided to feel great about it anyway because it means that my business has grown to allow me to travel the world, talk with you guys, uh, offer these free trainings, generate multiple six-figure income, doing what I love. Moreover, having for me, having a regular, consistent, confident online social media presence means that people reach out to me and ask to do projects with me. Um, I have the best masterminding buddy, the best biz bestie you could ever imagine because she found me on Facebook. Like I have so many beautiful opportunities in my life. I'm going to teach at a conference uh, overseas in February. I never would have had that opportunity be presented to me if it wasn't for the fact that I'm confident on social media. So I hope that these examples, Kylie says, yes, I hope that these examples help to demonstrate to you that if we decide to feel differently about social media, these sorts of opportunities are available. And again, I want to reiterate, I'm not talking in any of these five examples, I'm not talking about paid advertising. I'm just talking about using the tools that are available to you right now for free as a way to uh, teach and share your love of yoga with the people who need it in your communities. So with that, let's jump into my five points. Um, It was hard for me, I've got to say. It was hard for me to come up with just five because I am a complete convert, in case you hadn't noticed. I've gone from the woman who's like, oh, my God, this Facebook thing is going to kill me. I've got nothing to say. Surely everybody's done it all before. Does anybody really want to see a picture of my breakfast smoothie? Two, being a person who could rave about social media all day long because of what it can do for your business. So the first tip that I have for you is this. If you want to take notes, I'm going to send around like an email afterwards that distills all of these notes, but I do encourage you to take notes if you can because taking notes, your retention for information, your assimilation of that information will be much more um, powerful if you actually write things down. So even if you don't look at your notes, like this is science, this is not just Amy. If you write stuff down, it's going to help it to stick. One, engaging confidently on social media is just the same as teaching yoga. Imagine that. So many of the teachers who connect with me to tell me about all of the adversity they experience with social media talk about how they don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They, it's a whole new thing that they didn't 
anticipate having to be skillful in when they sign up to be a yoga teacher. All they want to do is teach yoga. They don't want to do all of the computer stuff. They don't want to be online all the time. It feels like they're just you know, doing all of this busy work for no effect. If that resonates for you, I want you to switch any of those thought patterns into, huh, social media is just another way that I can teach yoga. Now, if you're here on this call with me, you have done at least 200 hours, but if you're anything like me, probably several hundred more, training professional development in how to teach yoga, right? You know how to teach yoga. You've got that. So social media is just another, another environment in which to teach yoga. It's like your virtual yoga studio. Every time you post something on Instagram or you make a live video on Facebook or you upload an Instagram story or a Facebook story, start to think about it as simply being teaching. And if you love yoga, even half as much as I love yoga, you could rave about it all day long and twice on Sundays. You have so many things to talk about and you are qualified to do exactly that. You teach in a yoga studio, maybe you teach in a church hall, maybe you go into offices and teach people corporate yoga, maybe you go to retirement villages and teach people chair yoga, and now maybe you go onto your phone and you teach yoga on Instagram, or maybe you go onto your phone and you teach yoga on Facebook, or maybe you go out into your garden and take some photos of yourself doing yoga, and you come back to your computer and you type in some things about this is Trikonasana. Common misalignment in Trikonasana is the placement of the top hand. Ra, 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 whatever, do this, do that. There you go. All you're doing is teaching yoga. So if you feel resistance or uncertainty, I want you to come back to this thing. Amy says, all I've got to do on social media is teach yoga. And I know how to do that. I've done a lot of training. I've had a fair amount of practice. Teaching yoga is what I got. It's just that I'm doing it in a different environment. Does that make sense? Type a yes into the chat if you're like, huh, okay, I can do that. Similarly, um, no, you may or may not be the type of yoga teacher who plans classes. I'm a planner. I've got books of class plans. Maybe you're not. Maybe you've been teaching for a while now and you just have it in your head. Either way, planning your class gives you the skills you need to plan your social media content. Let them be one and the same. Maybe for the next, maybe this week, you're teaching your classes about, I don't know, courage. Maybe your theme for the week is courage. And so you've written out your classes and that's what you're going to teach. Great. You also now know what your plan is to share on social media. You're going to share some posts about courage. Where does the word come from? Where, how does it feel in the body? What's a pose that is useful for courage? Maybe there's a TED talk you like about courage that you could share because it relates to your topic. No more drama. You know how to plan content because you do it every week to prepare for your classes. No big deal. It's a skill that you already have. You're just doing it in a different way rather than writing it in your notebook like I might. You're just going to type it into your class planner, into your Instagram scheduler, into your Facebook scheduler, whatever it is that you're using. Then the next piece on, yes, I could, says Sarusha, awesome. The next piece on this, just to, to 
make the point that social media is just another environment on which another platform on which you can teach is so many people have this catastrophic fear of doing video on social media. If that's you type into the chat, if the idea of doing, like I said before, like my client Susan has 80 people doing yoga with her from her lounge room on her phone. If the idea of going live on video freaks you out, it's just the same as teaching a class. Like if you do your first live and there are 80 people in the room and you've never taught at a festival and you've never had a class of more than 20 people, okay, you're allowed to feel a little bit nervous about that. But not because it's Facebook Live, only because it's a bigger class than you're used to. You get up in front of people every week and teach yoga. Every week you put on tight pants and stand at the front of the room and use your body to tell people what to do with their bodies. If you actually unpack that, it's kind of scary. It's kind of intimidating, but you've got it. You do it all the time. In fact, you probably never even think about how scary it is anymore because you're so accustomed to doing it. So all we're talking about here is doing it to your phone instead of to a room full of people, arguably less stressful because it's just you and your phone in your lounge room. You've got this. My point here, tip number one, is that you already have everything you need to be able to do this well. It's not some scary, unknown, foreign thing where you could never fit in because you're too old or you don't like the internet or you don't really use social media personally. It's simply an addition to the space where you're currently teaching, where you get to employ the skills that you already have. It's just teaching, yoga. And you know how to do that. That's point number one. Point number two, it's not about the numbers. People get so freaked out about, oh, no one's following me or no one liked my post or no one commented on my video or no one liked my article that I shared or no one seems to be following me or someone unfollowed me. Numbers, numbers, freak out, freak out. I'm rubbish because I've only got 297 followers on Instagram and half of them are in my extended family. You're going to love this point. It's not about the numbers. Got to remember the, the term social media. We're so accustomed to saying it now that we forget what it actually means. Social media, media, a method to exchange communication that is social, right? Social media. It's about engaging with other people. It's about having conversations. It's about talking to folks. It's about enjoying the exchange of energy with other people. That's what social media is about. It's not about how many people follow you and how many people like this and that. It's about a platform where you can be social with other people. If that's a mind changer, again, type it into the chat. So first and foremost, what we're looking for on social media, if you want to be confident and, to be, and for it to be effective in growing your yoga business, and if you're interested in getting the sorts of results that I talked about at the top of the hour from my current clients, what we're looking to do is simply generate connection and rapport. Connection and rapport guess what? You like doing that. You wouldn't be a yoga teacher if you didn't get a kick out of helping people. 
giving a tip to someone, helping someone else with an injury, helping someone with her self-esteem, telling someone she's great no matter how she feels about herself today, she's welcome and she's in the right place. That stuff lights you up. That's why, part of the reason why you became a yoga teacher. Chances are there were yoga teachers in your life before you qualified that did that sort of work with you that led you to a point where you decided you wanted to do that sort of work for other people. So forget about the metrics. Forget about the, what other people are doing and how much other people seem to have their followers growing and the likes and all of the, forget about all of that. Social media is simply just a way that you can connect with people and have meaningful conversations. Um, so on that, one of the things that you can be doing to begin to feel more confident is actively seeking engagement with people. Ask people questions. When you make a post, finish the comment with a question. What are you doing today to work on your self-care? Which pose do you find difficult that I could help you with? What's the one thing that would make a difference for you feeling comfortable for longer in yoga nidra? Ask people questions and when they respond to you, respond back. Hey, thanks, Kylie. That's a great idea. I'm going to do a Facebook Live about that tomorrow, for example. A simple blanket roll under the neck might help alleviate that, Julie. Here's a photo of me doing it. I hope that's useful. Have conversations with people. You know, pro tip, use your Instagram voice recorder option to actually send a love note back, right? Beautiful. Not because we're looking to be salesy or marketing or press people's buttons, but simply because this type of social engagement feels good to us. It's professionally rewarding to be able to help people and it's in service to the people who need it. And isn't that what we're kind of about? So I want you to forget about all of the numbers and focus on having meaningful connections with people. These are real people. They have chosen to follow you. If they are following you on social media, they have not been coerced to do that. It is not an accident. They have consumed some of your content. They like what you're about and they are choosing, choosing to watch what you're doing. They're interested in what you have to say. They already suspect that you have something of value that they would like to receive. So engage with them, build rapport, message, voice message people. Uh, Kylie says that's a really interesting way to look at it. Not only is it an interesting way to look at it, Kylie, it just feels great. I love it when people send me messages. Like if someone sent me a Facebook message yesterday, I don't know who she is. We've never met. But she sent me a message saying, Amy, I listened to your podcast. It was really useful. You said this thing about a free audio recording. Could you send it to me, please? Are you kidding? Yes, of course I can. Lovely to hear from you. Here's the link. I'm so glad that the podcast is helpful. That's just nice all around. She gets an extra resource. She's already enjoying my podcast training. And now I'm having a conversation with a yoga teacher somewhere in London. We may never meet. But I feel like this is worthwhile for me. You know what? Because I'm not in this. Well, none of us are in this just to cha-ching, make bank. We're, yes, that's part of it. But first and foremost, we're here because we want to help people. And this is a way that you can have conversations with people everywhere who need your help. It feels good. Um, I love this idea. Excellent idea. Great. Loving this chat. Loving this chat, Yogi's. So... The second piece here, and it builds on what I just said, is 
when you engage with people, the, the way that you get out of feeling kind of icky and awkward about the marketing stuff is by just forgetting about selling anything to anybody. When we're talking about engagement and building rapport, just forget about it. Forget about it. This is, this is like the liberation moment. This is like moksha for social media. If you are freaking out about, I don't want to be salesy, I don't want to be weird, I don't want to pressure people, I don't. Stop. Don't worry about it. Just talk to people, engage with people, give, share. It'll make you feel good because let's face it, we feel great when we help someone else and they'll really enjoy getting content from you. And if you just forget about whether or not they ever buy anything from you ever, it will free you up to be social on social media. You have skills, you have passion, you have wisdom, you have experience that other people would like to receive from you. Share it. That's it. It's not about the numbers. Point number two, it's not about the numbers. Point number three, except it kind of is about the numbers. <laughs> what do we say about in yoga? You know, complementary forces. Here we go. I'm coming back out the other side. Um, it is about the numbers to an extent. Once you've recognized and shifted up your mindset that it's not about the numbers, it's about engagement, it's about building rapport, it's about enjoying sharing your gifts with people who need it. Sorry about the hair on the microphone. The next piece is to look at your numbers and not in a way that makes you feel deficient or uh, lacking not in a way that's going to get you into compare and despair because we never want that. It's a waste of energy, but in a way that you can use the numbers on your social media to get better over time. This is the coolest thing ever from a marketing perspective that social media allows us to do. Let me give you an example. In the past, if you wanted to advertise your business, so for example, you wanted to take out an ad in the local paper. Maybe they give you a deal because you're a small business and you're going to take out a quarter page ad in the local paper. Okay, great. So they put you in touch with their graphics person and their graphics person kind of helps you come up with an ad that looks kind of nice. Hopefully it's inspiring and uh, okay, let's do it. And it costs you a truckload of money, but okay, I'm going to do this and I'm really taking my business seriously. So I'm going to put down a few hundred bucks run this ad and you have no way of knowing before you have paid for that ad and it is out in circulation if people want to look at it or not. Maybe you're teaching, I don't know, uh, intro to yoga, beginners, eight-week beginners series, Hatha Yoga for newbies and you take a punt on what you think those people would want. I think they want to know... Um, the basics so that they can have a home practice. Okay, great. Let's put that in the ad. And you spend your $500 and the ad goes out and you've got no idea how many people have seen it, how many people have actually interested in it, nor do you know if that's actually what brand new yoga people in your town are looking for, but you've just taken your best guess. Social media, the numbers in social media is like this beautiful opportunity to test your ideas. It's not about, it's not about um, correlating your self-worth with the number of likes. Like that is a, a highway to nowhere. But what it is about is looking at it in terms of data and experiments. Hmm, if I do a post about 
why coming to an eight-week beginner series is a really great way to start a personal practice and no one comments back, maybe that's not what beginners are looking for. But if I do a post that's about here's the two yoga basics you need before you start any brand new yoga class and people really engage with that, huh, turns out that's what people want to know. They want to know a little bit more about what they need before they arrive. I'm going to share more of that. It's not, oh my God, I suck because I did a post and no one engages. No, no, that's just an experiment. Okay, less of that, more of something else. Social media, the numbers, the analytics that you get from your social media platform are such a beautiful way for you to get better at what you do, for you to be more in service to the people who are looking at your content already. Um, if, if you have, if you're posting things on Instagram and maybe you post things of your dog and you post pictures of you doing yoga and you post some videos of you doing time-lapse yoga class and turns out people love the photos of your dog, it doesn't mean that you're crappy in your other posts. It's just that people like looking at pictures of your dog. Great. Now you know, I'm going to do a couple more pictures of my dog. So the numbers here in social media are so powerful because they are a tool for you to not just get better, but also to give people more of what they want. You don't have to know. You know, back when I started um, training as a coach and building my business online, I did a lot of trainings about how to identify your niche. People often ask me this, you know, yoga teachers, who is my ideal client avatar? Who is the exact student that I'm looking for to come to my yoga classes? I'm going to do all of this work to try and figure out exactly who is this person who is going to come to my Sunday afternoon Kundalini workshop. If, this, if, this, if you're um, resonating with this idea of who is my ideal student and how do I figure that out and how do I talk to them, type me some comments in the chat. That used to be a thing 10 years ago. You had to kind of know that. But now with social media, you don't have to know. You don't have to try and figure it out. You don't have to sit down with the editor of your local paper and ponder, hmm, I wonder what people would really like to hear about when I spend $500 on an ad. Because now you can test it. You could send out over two weeks, five posts a week on Facebook, five posts a week on Instagram, talking about all sorts of different topics and find out. What are people more interested in? Let them tell you. And once you know, because you've looked at the numbers, wow, 50 people like this post, two people like that post. Hmm. Maybe that they like that. They really like that post about doing some office yoga, but they really weren't interested at all in my like Nadi Shodana Pranayama video. Okay. So next week I'm going to do more of the how to stretch your back and shoulders at the desk and see how that goes. Huh. They like that. Okay, I'm going to do more of that stuff. Does this make sense? The numbers are not about whether or not you're a good person. The numbers are not about whether or not you're succeeding on social media. The numbers are not whether or not you should abandon all hope and go get a job at Kmart. The numbers are simply a really powerful, beautiful tool for you to check in, be curious, use it like an experiment and give people more of what they're looking for. If you check in with those follows and numbers and comments and feedback and shares, not because you're looking to validate yourself, 
but because you're looking to be in deeper service to your community, they get to be really, really, really powerful. Don't be scared about them. Lean in. And if your numbers look like I had seven likes on that one and one like on that one, great. That's where you're at. You know, when I started doing yoga as an adult, uh, as an, when I started doing an, yoga as an adult, I was doing mostly Shivananda yoga or, or Shivananda derivative yoga, which is, you know, there's not a whole lot of poses. And we did, I thought Trikonasana triangle pose was about as advanced as it got. And I loved it. And I went three times a week and it was fantastic. Um, and then, um, and then I went, decided my next obvious step was to sign up for a yoga teacher training. And I went and I kind of understood that what I'd been doing was like cray cray basics because there was these other things like Urdhva and Pinchamaya and like arm balances. Hello. I didn't even know that was a thing. In fact, when I signed up to do my yoga teacher training, I didn't even know that yoga clothing was a thing because I was from Shivananda and you just wear track suits and tie fishing pants, whatever. Sometimes I just go in my corporate clothes, just take my heels off. My point is, that was awesome when I started there and I wasn't going, oh my God, I suck. I'm like a shit yogi because I didn't even know that you could do all of that stuff. I didn't even know about Lululemon. Lulu what? I don't know. I was just rocking it, loving it. And my peak pose, trick on us and away, you tracksuit pants, shivering under yoga three times a week. Thank you. Until I went, oh, there's a whole lot of other stuff that I can do. Cool. Doesn't devalue what I've been doing. What I've been doing changed my life, made me a better person, got me on an incredibly powerful healing journey. And now let's go Amy's Yoga 2.0. The same is true for you. If you've got 103 followers on Instagram and maybe you post things and you get no likes that day, so what? That's just your social media version of tracksuit pant yoga three times a week. Cool. Now you can go do more and you can take it up a level and you can move into 2.0. We don't have to judge where you're at now. Where you're at now is perfect. And what's next? This gets to be fun. Use the numbers as a testing ground so that you can get better at what you're doing because you want to be in greater service to the people who need what you have to offer. Um, let's see yoga clothing. Another topic I worry about, about not looking good. I'll forget about it. You look like you. That's what people are coming for. You know, um, people often say to me, I'm nervous about going, I'm nervous about sharing on social media because I don't look like a yoga teacher, whatever that means. Um, I mean, does Gita Iyengar, did Gita Iyengar look like the sort of yoga teacher that you see on Instagram? But everyone knows what she looks like. And, um, she's Gita Iyengar, <laughs> you know, like, She's amazing. So forget about that. Uh, if you are a yoga teacher, you look like a yoga teacher. And the reason that most of the photographs on social media of people doing yoga don't look like us is because we're not sharing photographs of ourselves doing yoga on social media. That's why. It's not the industry doesn't want to see it. It's that we're all hiding. That's why we're not on there because we're not putting them on there. So I say reclaim that. Uh, let's face it, the sorts of people, I don't know about everybody watching, but for me, the people who come to my classes, they look like me. Some of the dudes have got a bit of a beer gut. Uh, you know, some of the women get a bit nervous when their T-shirt pops up and their post-baby post bellies pop out. You know, they're a bit broken. They've got a shoulder thing and they've got knee things. 
you know, someone they're rocking the dad bod. They don't look like 20-something ex-dancer pretzel person. They look like me. Or they look to me and think I'm like a really healthy-looking person, bless. So the more we show up and be ourselves on social media, the more it gives permission for the people who are following us to do exactly the same thing. This is really powerful. This is where you get to move into leadership territory. Because if you're hiding because of some sense of, I don't have the right clothing, or when I lose a few kilos, I'll have a photo shoot, or I'm too old to look like that, or I can't do that fancy stuff, or my tradition doesn't do arm balances or inversions, who wants to look at a photo of me doing Tadasana? Guess what? People do. The sorts of people who want to come to your type of yoga, that's what they want to look at. They're feeling just as disenfranchised looking at pretzel lady doing a handstand on the cliff edge as you are. But when they say, see you in the forest with your dog rocking a tadasana in your tracksuit pants, they're like, dang, that's the sort of yoga I'm talking about. So if you're not showing up on social because you think you don't look, feel, sound, whatever, right? The people who are looking for exactly that type of yoga can't find you. Right. Uh, let's move on. Um, I'm simultaneously looking for you on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach is my Insta. All right, let's move on. So I'll just do a quick recap on the three we've covered so far. One, it's just teaching on a different platform. You know how to teach. That's all it is. Two, it's not about the numbers. It's about engagement. It's about genuine, give a shit about people, connection. Who cares if they ever come to a class or sign up or to your workshop or do your teacher training or download your MP3? Who cares? You just want to help people and have conversations on social media so that you can help people. And the rest comes, I promise. Three, it is about the numbers in the sense that looking at your data helps you decide what people want more of. Looking at your data helps you understand how you can help people more. It's not about whether you're a good person or not. It's not about whether you're great at social media or not. It's just about testing, what do my people like? Do they like my Ayurveda recipes? When I, do they like it when I go live and teach them a restorative pose of the week? Turns out they do. Okay, if that's helpful for them because the numbers say more people watch that one, I'm going to do more of that because I want to help people and social media is an incredibly powerful way that I can do that. Okay, number four. You don't have to put up with weirdos and dicks. Again, one of the things that people say to me is, I'm really worried about trolls. I'm really worried about weirdos. I've had a stalker in my background. I've had someone um, harass me online. I had a client who had had a substantial lifelong kind of falling out with her mother. And her mother would get onto her Facebook page and just write horrible stuff. And to the point where she just wouldn't do it, wouldn't, engage with social media anymore because it's too painful you don't have to put up with that stuff unfortunately some people use social media as a platform to be incredibly negative but social media itself it's not bad it's not evil it's not negative some people like to behave that way on those platforms the good news is you do not have to put up with any of that stuff. Report people, block people, mute people straight away. 
This is not a time for you to be like, oh, it's all one. I'm going to indulge someone. I think he's kind of creepy, but, uh, you know, I'm going to be nice and write back anyway. Nope. You don't have to. I get a lot of men, a lot of men with like a military background, according to their profiles, who just send me the message on Instagram that says, hi, how you doing? That's an instant block. Because guess what? My Instagram account is part of my business. It's part of how I serve my community. It's not a place where I'm looking for hookups from strange former Marines from Utah. That ain't happening for me. Anytime I get anything like that block, I don't, I'm a yogi. That doesn't mean I need to say, oh, hi, it's nice to meet you. Just to let you know, this is my business account, but have a nice day. No, block, block, weirdos, block. If people write horrible, toxic stuff on your posts, delete their comments. It doesn't have to sit there for the world to see. Forget about it. Again, people have, some people have really wacky, strange boundaries around what's okay on social media. It's not you, it's them. Delete, block, mute, just get rid of it. Having said that, sometimes having negative or whacked out comments, not, not if they're offensive or abusive, or like, you know, violent, derogatory, that stuff, get rid of it. Because let's face it, we don't need more of that in the world. Those people can go do that somewhere else. Delete it. Forget about it. It's not you. It's them. But when you do have a wacky comment from time to time, it can be great for your social media. For example, once on Facebook, Facebook posts, getting lots of engagement, people are finding it useful. Then someone writes, yoga is the six, six, Yoga is the devil. The Bible says yoga is evil. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I mean everyone is, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. This person, obviously, fairly strong belief about yoga, devil, etc. Um, but, you know, that wasn't, uh, it was someone's strong opinion. It wasn't derogatory. It wasn't nasty. It was just, they're really perhaps misplaced on my Facebook page. But anyway, what was their strong opinion about yoga being the devil? Uh, and I didn't delete it because what happened next was awesome. Everybody who follows my page got in there and typed back and the engagement on this post went nuts because suddenly everybody was having a conversation about how yoga was really good for people. And in fact, there is like Christian yoga and you can do yoga with it still being very secular. And even if you don't want to take on the spiritual elements of yoga, there are still great benefits and you can still practice your own faith and do some yoga. It went nuts. People just rushed into my and yoga's defense, which was amazing for my engagement. Another one on Instagram this time, uh, posted up a photo of me. It was a professional photograph that I'd spent quite some money arranging the venue and the hair and the makeup and the photographer and yada. And the comment was, did you used to be a man? Again, not offensive, a little bit kind of left field, perhaps. Um, what, okay. uh, again, it's not me. It's that person. Maybe they genuinely were asking if I was trans. I don't think so. I suspect people who actually care about that will probably be more discreet uh, or just not ask. Um, I suspect they were looking to be a little bit nasty, but whatever. I'm cool about my gender identity. Uh, no is my answer. 
Uh, I didn't seek to delete it though, because again, the conversation went nuts. People talking about this and it was fun and it was playful and people who, who, um, I don't know, value me and what I'm doing in the world came to my defense. Like, this is a beautiful photograph. We think you look great. We never think you look like a man. I'm not saying that anything about whether or not looking like a man is a good or bad thing. What I am saying is no. And it was a wacky comment. And rather than deleting it, it actually did, by leaving it there, it did great things for my engagement because people rushed in and chatted about it. So if you're avoiding using social media because you don't feel confident or you're nervous about what other people are going to say. There are amazing tools to block and report and flag and ban and mute people. And you should never uh, delay in doing that stuff. If that's what feels like is right for you. If, if you are being weirded out by someone, block them, report them. There are safeguards there for you. Increasingly so increasingly so particularly Instagram and Facebook are doing a lot of work to make sure that everybody feels safe on Facebook. But if you do get weird stuff, one, it's not about you. It's about the other person. I mean, like you, like if you're watching this as if you're going to say something snarky like that on someone's page, no, good people don't say snarky stuff to people for no reason. You just, you know, why? Should I make the world better? It's not about you, it's about them. And sometimes leaving a controversial or a weird comment on your page is going to blow it up. People are going to love to come to your defense and they're going to actually rally around you because they value what you're doing. They want to support you and that can be really, really good for your engagement. So stop taking it all so personally. Um, you know, I have people all the time tell me that my alignment is wrong or uh, you know, that I'm overly modifying something, the real pose, I shouldn't have my elbow there, I should have it on my hand on the floor. Okay, unless you're living in my pelvis, that this is how I'm going to do it. That happens all the time. Again, if we think about being social, rather than being fearful, we can engage with this stuff. So um, I had a photo taken, a professional photo taken of uh, uh, Dasana side plank. <clears throat> and the alignment of it looked a bit funny because I thought when I looked first up to the photo, I thought, oh, damn, I didn't, like my chest is turned down. I didn't, I didn't turn my chest up enough. The alignment looks a bit funny. But then I realized it wasn't actually my chest. My rib cage was great. It was my boobs. The yoga top that I was wearing meant my boobs were trending towards the floor, all of which made it look like I was turning my chest down. Again, rather than get all freaked out and what are people going to say about this, this makes for a fun post. I've just got a body, whatever. Let's, let's talk about this. Not that I, I'm not saying go make posts about your breasts, but you get my point. If we're worried about taking it also personally, we'll never do anything. When you get up and teach in front of a class, if you're thinking about, ugh, my muffin tops, they're going to see them when I do this twist or, ugh, my, my, I've got a terrible voice. I want to do this chant, but I can't carry, carry a tune to save myself. If you're letting your small self get in the way of your big self, if you're letting your ego restrict the way that you can be in service, that gets to be part of your own personal development journey. You can use all of this work in overcoming fear on social media as part of your yoga, as part of your own self-acceptance, as part of your own revealment of your true nature. It's actually really cool. All the stuff that might be holding you back actually gets to be grist for the mill in, in helping that 
you know, that luster that is you to really come forward and shine. All right, let me see how we're going with the chat. I'm going to take a sip of water before we move on. Any questions on anything that I've shared so far? Nope. All right. Uh, let me keep on going then. Now let me just go back and check if I've missed any comments. Um, does the ambience make any difference? Ambience. What do you mean ambience? Like the place that you're doing it? All sounding great and helpful. Great, great. Yes. Um, I don't know. This is the thing about testing the numbers. Try it out. Yesterday I did a Facebook Live while I was walking around the botanical gardens with my dog. It was really noisy. There was wind on the microphone. I wanted to test. How much does this annoy people? Do they care? I don't know. Um, we don't have, this is the power of the numbers of social media. You don't have to worry about if something's going to work or not. You just do it and then you get the data. And based on the data, you make a decision. That didn't work so great. I'm not going to do it again. That worked great. I'm going to do a heap more of that. You don't have to second guess everything. In fact, the more stuff you put out there because you're testing, the more, uh, the better and the faster the results you're going to see. Okay, so point number five, and this is where I'm going to segue to talk a little bit about my new online course, is social media, being confident and knowing what to do on social media. It's just a new skill. Yoga teachers are addicted to training. Type it into the chat if you are, if you are that person. 99.9% of the yoga teachers I talk to and meet are freaking addicted to training. I'm going to take a five-day training to learn how to roll up blankets for yoga nidra. I'm going to take a two-week training on how to modify Surya Namaskar A for someone who's pregnant. Like specific, minute, detailed training. We cannot get enough. Right? Is this true for you? Have you taken a seriously intensive training? Because you just love getting down into the detail. I've taken like five-day-long trainings about one tantric text that's like 10 pages long. We love learning new things so cut the drama because if you don't know how to do social media great yet it's just a new thing to learn and you are addicted to doing that the good news this gets to be a happy outcome you like learning new stuff you like taking trainings you like getting better at things if you feel that you are not confident or capable on social media at this time just learn. Good news. Good news. Um, there is so much to learn, says Kylie. Yeah, but like compared to what? Compared to yoga? Compared to how like 72,000 verses of the Ramayana? This is nothing. I mean, yoga is massive. Social media is just a few little hacks and tips and tricks. Uh, are there things to learn? Sure. But compared to I don't know, the minute microscopic adjustments you could make in Ardo Mukhasvanasana for the rest of your life? No, this is really straightforward. 
So I want to talk to you then about, well, what does training look like? If you're thinking, okay, I like those results that you talked about. I like the idea of having 80 people every two weeks do yoga with me in my lounge room to help recruit people for my next retreat in Costa Rica. I like the idea of having people sign up for my teacher training from a country that I've never even met. I love that idea. I like the idea of adding 50 people to my Instagram following overnight without having to pay any money. Um, If these sorts of results sound good to you and if some of the uh, points that I've raised so far have piqued your interest about how it might be different to consider social media in a different way, I want to talk to you about my new course because I know yoga teachers like taking training programs. It starts next month. It's called Social Media Confidence for Yoga Teachers. Like the most innovative title I've ever thought of (laughs) for one of my programs. Guess what it's about? It's about social media confidence for yoga teachers. So um, it is, I'm going to talk for just a couple of minutes about it and then I'm going to take a bunch of questions. Uh, So if you have more questions, get them ready and I'll come back to them. So it's a four-week training program and it's made up of four modules. We run them for the first consecutive three weeks and we take a week off for Thanksgiving week and then we come back the final first week of December. Every week you'll get a live 90-minute training with me where I'll run you through a different, uh, di- the different modules you know, week on week. That happens at the start of the week. And then at the end of the week, we have 60 minutes again, live video, where I will support you to make sure that you're implementing what you learn. I've been in this business a while. I've sold a lot of online programs to people who buy the program because I think it's a really good idea, but they never actually do the program. And I have had enough of that. My, uh, um, my Svadharma, my personal mission in life is to get more people doing yoga. And I need you on my team. This is a pyramid scheme, sisters. I need you on my team getting more people to your classes for my own dharma. So if you're buying a course from me, but you're not doing the stuff, we're going to bottleneck. There is a problem in the system. So I've set this particular program up so that at the start of the week, 90 minutes, I'm going to train you. There's going to be PowerPoints and checklists and slides and resources. This is exactly what to do. And at the end of the week, okay, what do you got? What's worked? What's not working? What didn't you understand? How can I fix that? Have you done the things that you said you were going to do at the start of the week? This is like a four-week program to not only get you confident and upskilled, but to see change because you're implementing as you go. It's 197 Australian dollars for the full program, which is about 108 pounds, check. And it's about 132 US dollars, check. That was the last, I checked the last week with my converter app check it check it approximately it's 197 australian dollars i'm going to run you through um very quickly what the modules are so that you can see what's included in the program so module number one is really getting ready and getting yourself set up when you first sign up for the program straight away you'll have access to a 90 minute training about social media basics. What are things that you need to do right now to get you to baseline ready for success before the program even starts? So as soon as you sign up, you get that. Then when we move into the live training and module one, I'm going to talk about how to really customize the platforms that you have so that they look great and people can engage with them really well. I'm going to talk to you, teach you how often to post and what to post on the different platforms because they're not the same. And if you're simply sharing stuff on Instagram and Facebook, the same 
every time you post it, you're missing out on reaching people who need to hear your message. I'm going to talk to you about scheduling. I'm going to talk to you about how do you do this in a way that doesn't consume your life? What sorts of photos, what sorts of blogs and articles to share that other people have written? And then I'm also going to talk, you'll also learn in the first module, how to build a great brand identity. How do you have an Instagram account that when someone loads it, they're like, wow, this looks amazing. Follow rather than, wow, this looks like a dog's breakfast. That's all over the place. I've got my own chitafruti, thanks very much. I don't need to look at your Instagram to compound it. So that's module number one. Um, then module number two, we're going to talk more about going live. We're going to talk more about using the video functions. We're going to talk more about using stories. We're going to talk about recorded video. How do you make sure that you have subtitles on your video? Because most people watch video with the sound turned off. How do you do that in a way that's really easy? Um, how do you format your live video so that when you get on video to teach, like I said, if you like the idea like Susan of teaching 90 minute mini retreat every two weeks to over 80 people, how do you know how to do that? How do you structure it? How do you sort out the sound and the lighting? And how do you deal with comments and engage with people as you go? And I'll give you all of my pro tips about the simple equipment that you need to buy, um, what works and what doesn't. And again, how you can look at your metrics and your numbers to make sure that what you're doing is in service to the people who need it. So you can do more of what works and less of what doesn't without judging yourself in the process. Module number three is how do you cut down on the time that it takes to do all of this stuff? How are you showing up and offering great content all of the time without having to be doing it? all of the time. So I'll teach you how to schedule things, how to plan things in advance, how to outsource elements of it if that's what lights you up. And really importantly, how to repurpose stuff. How do you make something once and use it in other ways? How can you shorten things, edit things, turn a video into a photo, turn a video into a post or a blog post? How can you repurpose things? How can you do something once and use it five times. I'm a massive fan of this topic because I think that it is really important to be sharing a lot of content on a number of platforms. Yoga teachers feel like that means they need to be doing this all the time. And it simply is not the case. I have a great business. I share a lot of content on social media. It's one of the reasons that my business is successful. And I promise you, I'm not spending hours and hours and hours a week making all of that happen. I'm going to teach you exactly what I do in my business as a solopreneur to make all of that happen. And I am not tech savvy. If I can do it. You can do it. And then module four is what next? Okay. I've got that, Amy. I've got Facebook. I've got Insta. I've got live video. What next? Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe it's time to create your YouTube channel. Maybe you want to play with LinkedIn and meeting people there. Maybe you want to experiment with TikTok and have fun with a whole new platform. We're going to look at that in module four. Again, not because there is more for you to do, but because what you've already done can be shared in other ways. How do you use new platforms or how do you spread across different platforms without doing more work? For example, if you're doing a Facebook Live and you have done that already, you teach 30-minute vinyasa on your Facebook page, then you download that and you upload it to YouTube, and now you have a 30-minute class on your YouTube channel 
So if people are looking for yoga on YouTube, they find you. And if people are looking for yoga on Facebook, they find you. Two different platforms, you've just made one video. We're going to be doing that. Also in module four, I'm going to be teaching you about how do you grow your following? Like Matt, how do you add 50 followers overnight without having to spend any money? It's really easy. It's really fun. And I'm going to teach you that as well. Uh, and so that's, that's, and then how do you, uh, what I'll also teach you in module four is how do you get people to move across your platform? So maybe you've got a bunch of new people following you on Instagram, but you'd also like to have them on your mailing list so that when you offer your next workshop, you can send them a loving invitation to say, would you like to come along? How do you actually get people to move between your platforms so that they're receiving your content and sharing your gifts, receiving what it is that you have and love about yoga in different ways? So that's the breakdown uh, of the program. Like I said, it starts the first week of November and I've got a special bonus for you. If you sign up for this program in the next 24 hours, I'll also send you access to my home study program called writing from the heart, which is a, um, it's a program. It's a four part, uh, home study program, home study course that I developed for yoga teachers specifically about copywriting and about sales. So if you feel uncomfortable about the marketing and the promotions thing and you're not sure how to phrase things, if you're looking to be more confident with your writing, this is the program for you. It teaches you how to write really well. It's my a writer by profession. How do you do that in a way that feels great so that you never feel pushy or salesy or weird? How do you convey your message in a way that sounds like you if you're never sure about, I don't know how to write or I don't know, I don't sound right or what if I'm too this or too that? How do you sound authentic? I'll teach, I'm teaching you all of those pieces in this particular program. It's also valued, actually it's 200 bucks. I don't know why I was inconsistent with the money, but same kind of deal. That's how much it costs if you want to go buy it off my website. You can have it for free if you sign up for Social Media Confidence for Yoga Teachers in the next 24 hours. And I really think that it's a great fit. The two go really well together because while I'll be teaching you about the types of comments and the types of material to share on social media, you feeling rock solid about your own authentic voice and how you write copy is going to be a beautiful complement to what it is that I teach you. So if that is all sounding good and you want to go get yourself registered for social media confidence for yoga teachers, the link is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. I'm going to type it quickly into the chat here for everyone uh, who is joining me live. Uh, if I can spell my own name. Check. Huh. Uh, and it's 197 AUD. We get started the first week of November and it's got everything in it that you need and nothing that you don't so that you can feel confident on social media, but not just feel confident, feel confident such that it helps your business, such that your class numbers go up, such that your retreats feel faster, such that you're not thinking about cancelling a half-day workshop because you had two people signed up when you could have 14. Uh, if you like the sound of all of that, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social is the link to get yourself signed up. It's ding dong affordable. Like if you're even on the fence about this, stop it. Seriously. This, if you don't have these skills, you need them. It's 2019. Uh, social media is reality. If you don't know how to do it and people can't find you because you're, you've chosen to not know what you're doing, You've got skills. You've got the power of yoga. Yoga heals and transforms. God knows more people need it right now. But if people in your town don't know that you teach yoga on a Thursday night in the church hall because you're scared of social media, you need to get this training. 
seriously, like you'll pay it back in the five weeks that we're working together. Uh, Lynn says, my seven-year-old grandson has a YouTube channel. Maybe I need to take his lead. Take mine. You should be doing this. Why not? Particularly people who aren't ex-dancer pretzels. God knows we need more of those folks showing up on YouTube and podcasts and Insta and Snapchat and all the rest of it saying, hey, this is what normal people yoga looks like. I'm really non-threatening. I really know what I'm talking about. I really would like to welcome you into class. Try this first and then come hang out with me on Thursday night. We need more of it. Um, Carly says, thanks for all the info, Amy. I really enjoyed it. You are really down to earth person. For better or worse, Carly, that's accurate. I love it. I have to go now and teach. Yes, my yoga class this morning. I feel more confident to get out there. You bet, Kylie. And I'll take a picture of yourself teaching. Do a Facebook Live before you start your class. Say hello to everybody. Let them know where you are and what you're about. Because remember, social media. Forget about trying to sell stuff. Forget about getting it right. Forget about preempting what people are going to enjoy. Just go out and share and be social. You believe in the healing transformative powers of yoga. So share that with the people who need it. If you're coming on board with me, don't wait uh, after today. Like get the freebie, get the extra course. You need to sign up in the next 24 hours. The link again is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. Stricture says, thank you so much. I'm going to be more visible and start teaching online. Yes, totally. Love it, love it, love it. Thanks for being so engaged uh, on the chat, everybody. Can't wait to welcome you into the program. Registrations close in nine days, I think, but that bonus, extra $200 worth of training goes away in the next 24 hours. So get it. If you're getting it, go out there, share your yoga on social media. Forget about all of the weirdos. People are going to judge you anyway, so you may as well be sharing yoga in the process. You got this, folks. Take care, everybody. Thanks for joining me live and see you, everyone, on the replay. So there you have it, folks, another edition of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Hey, favor to ask. If you found the content useful, I would be very grateful if you could support this podcast by giving me a five-star rating. And if you've got a moment, a review would be super cool. No pressure, of course. Like I said earlier, if you have any suggestions for podcast topics in the future, I would love to be in service. DM me on Instagram at amyyogabizcoach. Take deep care.